Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. What is up, Waffle Gang? I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some r slash Jemai the Butthole. If you'd like to skip that initial waffle, timestamps are in the description and along the timeline below. But, but... If you are new here, please consider hitting that like, that subscribe, and maybe that notification bell too. As you always know, it truly helps out our channel, and I cannot express that enough. And just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for being here. Thank you so much. And let's crack on with today's stories. Much love, guys. Now, our first story comes from Interview 33. Am I the asshole for walking out of a job interview when I realized one of my interviewers had been tailgating me and cussing me on the way to the interview? I had a third interview with a major tech company yesterday. The structure of the interview was that I would come in for a full day and take interviews with two managers, three members of the team I would be on, and then get a tour. I was driving there and this was a two-lane road, each lane going opposite directions, and no passing since I had a lot of tight blind corners. I was going a little slower than usual because it was raining heavily and I didn't know the road well. Someone in an Audi started tailgating me and I was nervous they'd hit me but I also felt like they had a reason not to since their car was worth literally 50 times what mine costs. I saw their face well since they were so up in my business. Soon they passed, pretty dangerously since this was a no passing road with no visibility. They screamed dumb bitch at me when speeding past. I got to the interview and the first three interviews went really well. Then the person who was the fourth interviewer came in and I thought I recognized him. I asked him, hey, is that your white Audi out in the parking lot? Thought I saw you on the way in. He obviously didn't realize I was a lady. He tailgated and proudly said yes. He'd just gotten it. I politely excused myself and went to the reception desk and asked her if either of the managers I'd been interviewing with were available. She said not at the moment, so I thanked her and headed out. I sent a brief email to the top manager, thanking them for their time and saying I was no longer interested in the position, since Guy had acted inappropriately and aggressively towards me on the way to the interview. When I realized he would be a potential colleague, I was no longer interested. I also emailed the other people I'd already met with to thank them for their time, and the people I was supposed to meet with to say that I was sorry but I would have to cancel our scheduled meetings. The top manager wanted to call and get more information about what I'd said in my email. He asked me on the phone what had happened and I described it. He seemed kind of dismissive. He asked if we could reschedule the remaining interviews and I asked if they were still considering me for the same position with the same team. He said yes and I said I wasn't interested in being in an environment with sexist or aggressive behavior. He got frustrated with me and told me that I had wasted everyone's time. And I said that I was sorry, but there are plenty of reasons an applicant might choose not to move forwards. And if they were not prepared for that in their interview process, perhaps they should adjust their expectations. He got irritated with that too and told me that was unprofessional for me to say. I ended the call shortly after. Am I the arsehole for leaving an interview in that way? 
Now, I was like, yes, the top manager's calling you back to get more information on what, what happened here and investigate what happened. But no, he was just equally as dismissive. And I always find like interview processes, they're a two-way street. If you find colleagues that you don't work with or managers that you think, you know, are going to be aggressive or, or potentially sexist, as it says in this story, then absolutely you just you just walk away because you don't want to be a part of that environment you don't want to get into the job and then later find that you know you don't gel with these people at all especially if they're assholes so absolutely not the asshole in my opinion SPR Sneaky Snickerdoodle says, not the arsehole. The fact that the top manager was immediately dismissive is just another huge red flag. Good for you for standing your ground. I think you dodged a bullet there. And Davian636 says, not the arsehole. The only way we change culture is by calling out stuff we can't live with. Bravo for having such faith in your own boundaries. And you were absolutely not unprofessional, telling them they should adjust their expectations. You were in fact totally correct. And Bellyami says, not the asshole. Companies need to realize that the interviewee is also assessing if the company is right for them. Some employers are way too smug if they think they can have all the leverage. Way to go. When you find the perfect job, it will be worth the wait. And Maleficent Ad 3958 says, not the asshole. Companies get to refuse people all the time for any trifling reason. You get to refuse work with someone who displayed bad behavior. I'm also speculating, admittedly with no real evidence, that the reason they have the position open and want you to continue interviewing is because the screamer chased away the previous person, and now they're having a hard time replacing said previous person because his reputation got around. And we'll have a couple more comments from Smitty80015 saying not the arsehole, but it appears from your discussion with a top manager that this kind of dismissive behavior isn't limited to one person. Herc Armstrong says, not the arsehole, bullet dodged. You handled with extreme professionalism. They would have been lucky to have you. Now, what are your thoughts on this one? And we'll move on to the next story. And our next story comes from Panda Pickle Tank. <laughs> Great name. Am I the arsehole for telling my dad to get an ironclad prenup and that his fiance has questionable motives? So my mum died less than four months ago, which was a fairly unexpected event. Two weeks after her passing, my dad, 63, tells my sister, 27, and myself, male, 30, that at some point he will start dating again. I totally understood, although a little taken back by the timing. The only thing I tell him is that he should wait a while before jumping into anything serious. He agrees and says that he wouldn't really consider dating someone for at least a year. Fast forward three days and he informs me that he has reconnected with his high school sweetheart and have reconnected as friends. Still no issues on my end so far. Two weeks after that, my sister, who lives with my dad, she helped take care of my mum, informs me that my dad and C, his high school girlfriend, are on the phone all the time with each other, texting all day and emailing. Also, C has made it clear that she wants to marry my dad and that he's going to spend the weekend with C and build some bookshelves with one of her sons, who is my age. Needless to say, he's basically been spending every day he can with C and her family. My sister has been extremely against this whole ordeal and vocal about it. I've been against it and tried to tactfully express my concerns. Fast forward to this past Sunday, the day which we spread our ashes. My dad, my sister and myself meet up for breakfast. He decided that it was an appropriate time to tell us he's getting married to C in March. To which I respond by saying, then you better get an ironclad prenup because nobody in their right mind or with good intentions would start dating someone who's been with a widower less than a month, let alone marry him within a year of his wife's death. I also won't be at the wedding. 
I don't want to meet her or her offspring, and that this entire relationship between you and C is not only disrespectful to my mum, but also make me question how much he even loved mum in the first place. Considering after your dog died, you said you wouldn't be ready for another dog for years, yet mum dies and you're already to marry in less than a year. He was hurt and the rest of the morning was quiet and awkward. Afterwards, I get texts from my grandma and aunt saying that what I said was cruel and uncalled for and really upset my dad. So please read it. I need to know. Am I the arsehole? And we'll start with Adante79 saying, If you were calm and factual, not the arsehole, you raised several very valid points. And maybe it was the stuff he needed to hear. I can't imagine the pain of losing a spouse and he may not be thinking clearly. Stand your ground. And the disciple Matt says, not the arsehole. Glad you said something because if you don't, then who will? I've heard of a rebound girlfriend, but a wife. This guy doesn't need another woman. He needs therapy. Sorry to hear about the situation, OP. And Cult Queen says, not the arsehole. He is being disrespectful and I would even question if the relationship started before your mum's passing. Blah, blah, he's an adult, but so are you. And his choices will have long-term consequences to your relationship with him. And the fact that he ran to tattle to his mum and sister to get sympathy tells me there's more going on and your dad is immature and needs to grow up. And Coconut Shave says, not the arsehole, I'm sorry for your loss. I don't have the impression that this is take his money and run behavior, but it certainly is very uncaring to you and insensitive to his long-term mental health. He's a new widower. He's not in a good place to make decisions. He's in love, but I agree, it's huge alarm bells that she's not all concerned about you two to even advise him to not make the announcement the same day as the ashes are spread or plan the wedding for more than a year afterwards. If not malice, there's callousness and a total lack of empathy or concern for you two. I'm imagining the future as not so much that a year from now she's taken all his money, but that you're not allowed to say mum's name or Becky will cry that type of thing that they continue to show no care for you two and your loss and Queen Becky will get whatever she wants. And we'll have one more from Funtz Cucked saying, not the arsehole, I'm sorry for your loss. He's clearly looking for someone to take care of him and C fits the bill. I wouldn't be surprised if this was happening before your mum passed. Your grandmother and aunt are out of line to say that you have upset your dad as it was cruel. Well, you and your sister are hurting from a huge loss and he fits you with a new wife. It's crazy to think that you guys would just be cool with that. And it was kind of the feelings that I was getting whilst reading that story as well. Like for him to jump into it so quickly, it felt like there might have been something going in the background beforehand. But obviously there's no evidence of that at all. So it's a bit of a harsh judgment on my part, I think. But I think I definitely do agree with a lot of the comments here that he's, that he's not fit. He's not thinking clearly. And is this due to grief or is it or is it other stuff going on? And I think therapy would be the best option than jumping into a new relationship. But obviously this man knows what's best for him. I would say it's very disrespectful to sister and son in this situation and to the mum's memory as well. I couldn't see myself doing something like that. But hey, I'm not this person. And we move on to the next story. And our next story comes from, am I the arsehole kick father co? Am I the arsehole for kicking my parents out of my house due to mean comments towards my son about his personality? I 41 male have two kids, Marcus 16 male and Maria 15 female. Marcus is quite quiet, introverted and likes to do art and enjoys volunteering of charity events with advertising by creating posters and doing some work. Maria has much more active hobbies such as mixed martial arts and likes shooting at gun ranges. 
Maria also has endometriosis, and Marcus has taken almost a motherly role when she is in pain at some times. My father, 65 male and mother, 66 female, asked if they could move in with us at the start of the pandemic due to the fact that they are higher risk individuals. My father and I had a rough relationship when I was younger because he always believed in hard love, so he doesn't know much about Marcus and Maria. They would both always comment to me about their behaviors and hobbies with such comments as, he's not very manly, or that's not very ladylike, and other such comments. I've expressed my dislike towards them, but he has pestered and I allowed him to as I wouldn't be able to change his beliefs, and it did anger me, but I learned to deal with it. Earlier today, I ran into a problem at work and had to stay a bit later so my parents cooked for Marcus and Maria. When I came home, Maria and Marcus were both quite visibly upset, so I asked them what was wrong. They said that they had told Maria to just suck it up while she was in pain and told Marcus he needed to stop being weak or he would be a useless man when he grew up. At this, I saw red and told my parents to get out. They obviously put up protest, but they left. They called me and left numerous voicemails about how I wouldn't care if they were to get sick. Now that I have some time to rethink my actions, I think I am an arsehole because I should have tried and explained my issues with their comments again, instead of doing something like kicking them out in the spur of the moment. So, am I the arsehole? Other info, they don't pay rent or bills, and I divorced their mother and got full custody. We said this a few times over the past and you're absolutely 100% not the arsehole. Look after your children. They're number one and you need to look after them from people who are being toxic towards them. What Marcus is doing is an absolutely beautiful thing and should be nurtured and encouraged to look after a sister in that way. I think sibling relationships, close sibling relationships are absolutely fantastic and they can turn to each other later in life as well. So absolutely encourage that thing and you're not the arsehole for what you did. Don't even question it. And again, many times we see in this story where people, you know, let them, they enable them to get away with this behavior for a long time. And then it makes you start to go into that you are the arsehole section because you're enabling them to get away with that behavior. So don't do that <laughs> and stick with your not being the arsehole. And now let's check out some comments to see what they say. And that inventory chick says absolutely not the arsehole. Your kids are priority one. And as a woman with PCOS who has a sister with endometriosis, I would have seen red if someone told me or my sister to suck it up. And Ali Katart says not the arsehole. Endometriosis is a serious condition. And it's wonderful that your son loves his sister enough to take care of her when she's dealing with it. Nurture your kids' personalities and interests. The world needs more soft, gentle men and more strong, capable women. Both. There's no wrong way to be a man or a woman as long as you're treating others with respect and kindness, in my opinion. Perfectly put there. Your parents aren't paying rent and they're constantly talking down to your kids. Sorry, your kids are your primary concern now, not the parents. Hope they stay healthy, but that's no longer your concern. And Big Bud Effer says, not the arsehole. Your job as a parent is to protect and nurture your kids and not their abusers. You never expect those kind of comments from someone with that name. And Stunning Ground 2021 says, not the arsehole. It sounds like you have mentioned multiple times how you dislike those kind of comments. They refuse to adjust and keep said comments to themselves, causing emotional distress to your kids. Your house, your rules. And if they can't abide by those rules, they can leave. And Saint Silverson says, not the arsehole, tell them to suck it up or quit being so weak. And Painless Tenerba says, not the arsehole, you can't let anyone talk to your kids that way. And now we move on to another story. 
And our next story is from Brother Wife Am I the Arsehole. Am I the arsehole for not telling my brother me and his now wife used to be friends with benefits? Throwaway account because friends are on here. Me, 23 male, and my brothers, 26 male, wife, 23 female, have known each other long before they started dating. We met in freshman year of college and almost immediately became friends with benefits. This went on for about three years, maybe every other day. We weren't compatible at all, so we never dated, just sex. During that time, both of us got into relationships, but nothing serious, so we didn't stop. Three years ago, the two of them met at a party I hosted and they hit it off. Fast forward a year and they are married. During that time, they were dating. We didn't have sex at all, out of respect for my brother. A couple of days ago, they got drunk, her way more than him, and she mentioned it. He was absolutely furious. He called me to confront me about it and I didn't think it was that big of a deal since it was before they started dating. None of his business. He started screaming at me, packed his bags and went to stay with a friend. I didn't know he would be so mad about it and he wasn't answering any of our calls or text. So am I the arsehole? You know, you're not the arsehole for initially sleeping with this girl, even though you did sleep with other people, that does make you the arsehole in that sense. You were sleeping with each other whilst you were both in different relationships as well. That does make you the arsehole just for that in itself. But not telling your brother that you that you slept with his future wife, you let it get to the point where they're married without telling him. Of course you're going to be the arsehole. I couldn't imagine my brothers doing that to me or me doing to my, that to my brothers. That would be absolutely heartbreaking to find out, I think. So yes, I am going to say you're the arsehole in this situation. And I might be wrong for that one. Someone might have a different take on that. But I can't see it because it just, I can't see myself doing that or my brother's doing that to me, you know. I just find that crazy. But Box246 says, you're the arsehole. Your brother started dating a girl you boinked multiple times. Then he got engaged and you didn't tell him. Then he got married and you still didn't tell him. You and the wife are both assholes. And Madeline Gumbo says, you're the arsehole. Oh my God, this is absolutely relevant information. He feels like a dupe now. Nobody wants to find out their spouse and sibling kept something like that hidden for years. And Quite a Quite says, yeah, you're the arsehole. Yes, you should have told him. She also should have told him. The other thing that got me is you two stopped purely out of respect for him, but not because she wanted to stop, because she would have cheated on another dude with you, but oh, not your brother. You both should have said something before they started dating. And RB says, you're the arsehole, her too, obviously. This wasn't a one night stand. This was three years of screwing. She should have never have even entertained the idea of dating him, knowing he was your brother. There are plenty of fish in the sea. And you should have mentioned it as soon as you heard even a whisper in the wind that they might get together. It doesn't matter that she wasn't your current friend with benefits at the time. And Citrus Scented says that you're the arsehole only because you are so close to him. You guys are brothers, so you slept with his wife. Before they got together, that is info you should have volunteered to him earlier on in their relationship, rather than let him find out randomly after marrying her. I think most anyone will be upset in this situation. Wow. (laughs) Now what do you guys think of this one? And we'll move on to one more story. And this next story is from Stinky CW Hell. Am I the arsehole for telling my coworker that I don't, won't, and will never care about the YouTube videos he insists on showing me? I'm a fresh college graduate, 24 female, and my colleague is a man in his mid-40s. I've been working at this company since April, and we work in the same department. 
He's not in a managerial position by any stretch, and honestly, I believe his inability to communicate well, on top of his general incompetence, is the reason why he's hit such a glass ceiling. For the past two months, nearly every day at my desk, he'll walk up and show me a video on his smartphone. It doesn't matter what I'm doing at the time. I could be eating lunch and he'll have a video for me. I could be typing furiously to respond to a time-sensitive email and he'll have a video for me. One time when I was on the phone, he had a video for me, patiently waiting at the entrance of my cubicle like a dunce. The video he shows me are the most arbitrary crap you can imagine. One of them was this young man drawing all over his body in permanent marker, including his eyes. One of them was about a high school student who threw 100 mile per hour fastballs. One of them was about a documentary about Andre the Giant. Good one. He shows me all these ridiculous videos three to five times a week, and it's honestly driving me up the wall. The worst part is his breath. As he shows them to me, he'll commentate them, and his breath is so bad that it literally makes me sick. Even when I go to the break room or copy room, I can tell if he's been there at any time in the last 10 minutes because of the lingering smell. The man clearly has never flossed a day in his life because it's a telltale sour scent of food rotting between his teeth. On Friday last week, I finally blew up at him and had a near meltdown. I shouted that I never wanted to see another video of his again and that if he wanted to be friendly with me, he should do his damn job instead of bugging me. He went into the bathroom for an hour, left and walked out early without another word. When I went home that afternoon, I got called by a couple of co-workers telling me that he was obviously has a disorder of some sort and that I should try to be a bit more sensitive or pick my words better. Now it's Sunday night and I have to face them again tomorrow. I don't know if I owe him an apology. I'm incredibly anxious about going back into work tomorrow and would appreciate some insight. Edit, thanks for the response everyone. I have determined I was not the arsehole. Here's why. When you're a woman working in corporate America, men often feel entitled to your time, attention, and patience. I sent plenty of clear hints that I was not in fact interested. I wanted to maintain a professional office relationship, but he was unrelenting. Asking as if I should have been nicer to him because he was such a nice guy. It's just insulting to every woman who has ever experienced workplace harassment. If you had to deal with a man nearly twice your age breathing in your face as he showed you YouTube videos every day, I think you would understand me better. But the vast majority of the posters here don't understand what it's like to suddenly grow another appendage, always following you around and demanding your time. Many of you have probably been in this position before, which is why you sympathize with him so unnecessarily. I really do appreciate the responses, but there was no convincing reasons to call me the arsehole or out of line here. Not the arsehole. And Gritty Pigeon replies to this one saying, you're the asshole in a big way, let me explain. You had a choice, communicate your thoughts and feelings like an adult when you first started to get annoyed with the videos or throw a tantrum like a child. You chose the latter and need to reflect on that. Thankfully, you sort of already done that with your topic, I hope. Also, the way you write about someone in such a disparaging manner who quite literally could have some sort of medical condition and likes to show you videos is disgusting and shows me a lot more about your character and integrity than it does about your coworker. And Queen Oreo says you're the arsehole you blew up without even saying, hey Dave, I'm crazy busy. You could have gone to your supervisor and asked for advice in handling it. This guy was just trying to relate to you in his own awkward way and instead of behaving like an adult, you yelled at him and were straight up mean. And Wagon's intense speed says and quotes, I believe his inability to communicate well on top of his general incompetence is the reason why he has such a glass ceiling. And then says, ironic, you're the arsehole. 
And then you saw the reply from Opie, which, you know, was the last couple of paragraphs, what they said, and they still claim that they're not the arsehole. So I would be interested. They're still claiming themselves not the arsehole. But what do you guys think about that one? Do you think Opie was at the, right at the very end there? Or do you think they are still the arseholes like the comment was saying? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and any other thoughts and opinions and verdicts on the rest of the stories in this video too. As always, I love to hear them and it hugely helps this channel as well when you get involved. I consider us a community-based channel and I absolutely love it when you do get involved. Thank you so much for being here today and if you want to support the channel further, you absolutely can. But as always, never any pressure to do so by clicking that join button down below for YouTube or clicking the link in the description for Patreon and joining up there. Once again, guys, thank you for your love, your support and your time. And I will see you, you spicy so-and-so, in the next one. Take care, guys. Much love. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.